Self-reflection Sundays. It's Ash and Namdi in the morning. Welcome back. We'll be talking about our usuals. We'll go over some questions together and keep you guys entertained. I hope you will enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. This is Namdi, your host, and Ashley. Hello. Hi. This show is brought to you by Anchor. It is a really, really cool app to use. Uh, I've been using it to record my episodes so far with no issues. I think you guys should try it. Anchor.fm. All right. What are we going to talk about today? Let's see. <laughs> so we've got a list of questions here as usual. We read, I'm going to read the question and they're typically designed to just be funny and make us think and go over certain things that we, and share our lives with you and share our intimate um, thoughts. And we'll go from there. Alrighty. First question: Are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Um. Well, I think I hunt to gather. <laughs> you, you what? Let me explain myself. <laughs> okay. Because I think that's the um, logical next step after you hunt is to bring it together. Yeah, I hunt and then I gather. I hunt to gather. Um, I'm always hunting like like for things to buy, groceries and whatever. I'm hunting around, I'm going around. I know where the best shops are. I know where I'm going to get those lowest price. Um, oh, you're a discount shopper. I'm a discount oh, you, shopper. You hunt, for, you hunt for sales. I always hunt for sales. <clears throat> exactly. And then, and then I gather all the things that I want or need. Well, that sounds really cool uh but i think this question is looking for something more a lot more deeper more deeper more like, <laughs> do I you figured i mean we can go with that route i can just claim to be a hunter because i'm always out there trying to get some money yeah i was i was gonna say that i think you were definitely a hunter like in every way i can imagine you but we should start at the baseline what is hunter and, and yeah gather, what I mean? do you really mean by hunter and gatherer you want to take a stab at it? No, I want you to take a stab at it. A hunter, I think, is someone who goes out there and hustles. Uh-huh. You're not afraid to um, approach new situations, especially if you're trying to get something. If you're trying to establish a relationship, you go to a network meeting, you, you seek out network networking events, and you go out there, and when you get there, you're not just sitting and staring at people. You you're starting conversations, you're, or even if it's uh, trying to make money, you find things in your garage and you sell them. That's a hunter because you're, you're active, you're proactive. So in that sense, the gatherer would be the one who's just kind of like holding back and being very passive about everything and then kind of... Um, <clears throat> I don't see it as... Everything a- as is? 
Well, I don't see it in I don't see it in a negative light, like they're just sitting passively. I see it as two different personalities. A gatherer is not normally not comfortable in new environments, probably not an extrovert, probably not the salesy type of person. They just uh, would, they you know, they would rather you go out there, the hunter goes out there and gets the bread and the gatherer will sit at home and do all well, the administrative thinking yeah if you want to go back to the caveman days Ooh, well okay stay with me the gatherer will do the um we'll petty the, the chores like the excel spreadsheets the financer um crossing the t's and dotting the i's putting all the paperwork together uh budgeting that's the gatherer uh-huh. making sure that the the bounty is stored safely while the hunter is out there getting more i mean i know in this situation i know who plays what role who tell us <laughs> i tell you are definitely the hunter and i'm the gatherer ah well that makes it i think that we should have that made it easier just to establish a baseline on what the meaning of hunter and gatherer you were is. already kind of like putting it out there like defining it and i was just like wow that's that's me <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, are the yin and yang. We're hunter and a ga- I'm the hunter and you're the gatherer. Yeah. Can these two roles switch? Mm, I mean, okay, yeah, because who's going to stop them? But would they be good at what they're doing if they were to switch? I don't know about that. Would you be good if you just sat home all day and then maintained all this and... Who's the judge? I think that what's important is are you productive or not? Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Would you think you would be very productive in that way? As a gatherer? more productive? I'm, I find myself more productive when I'm out there getting, mm-hmm. networking, talking to people, getting more, establishing uh, relationships. Um, Buying and selling. Buying and selling. I hate sales so much. Sales, sales challenges. I feel you. like I am would be a terrible salesperson. I tried sales a little bit when I was with Honda. How was that experience? Was it was the absolute worst. I was a terrible sales salesperson because I can't sell or try to even get someone in the door if I feel like it's not going to benefit them. Like if I feel like it, it's gonna hurt them in any way, I I can't do it. I'm gonna tell them no, don't come. Well, you touch on something very important there, because I think that people just get discouraged in sales because they don't uh, they don't believe in the product. Exactly. Then you need to sell the product that you believe in. That's true. Because if you're really passionate about the product, then you can sell it. It, 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 it's organic. Or you know who needs the product and you can go sell to them. But like car dealerships, I feel like just the way that they do things is it's almost evil. And so they do not necessarily (laughs) sell to who (laughs) they don't sell to who actually needs the product. They they target certain people who are very vulnerable and who they could be ruining their lives. Unfortunately, that's the truth. But where do you see this, uh, the future of that market? Do you see a situation where it's going to always be this uh, dog-eat-dog world where people, the vulnerable are being taken care of? Or do you see a, a future in marketing where 
authenticity is going to be more priority. Well, I think now we are moving in that direction where there is more authenticity, but it's just really hard knowing car dealerships as they are. It's hard seeing them like that, but I'm sure things will change in the future. I just don't know how that would work. I I think that we naturally have this instinct to sniff out BS. Naturally, as human beings, we're drawn to authenticity. I think it's part of our internal guidance system. However, when you are a poor person and you're in survival mode and someone shows you all this like flashy life in front of you and then they make it, they put it, they tell you that you can easily have this just... If you pay two hundred dollars for Free, eight years, in most cases of zero, zero down, zero down, <laughs> and <clears throat> it's just it's evil. What they don't tell you is on the back end that you're going to be paying all these fees and you're probably going to pay four times the original. By the end of original the, amount, most price likely. Tag. I mean, if you really, most of the time, these people are so poor that they will at some point default on their um, loan. But the time being, if they even make it to pay the entire amount, they're paying more than double. All right. So in order not to deviate and go into the the wormhole there, what's important to get out of this is the excitement that I I get from the uh, commodification of information. It's so available. All the information you need is right there online. If you could do just a little bit research, you reduce the risk of you falling prey to all these uh, sharks out there. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that just like we established that people are naturally drawn to authenticity, I think that that markets that will last the test of time or stand the test of time are those ones who are genuine in their marketing and their product research and their product uh you know they go the extra length to make sure that product is fit for the customer and even if and if if the customer is not a right fit for that product they tell them right up front those companies last longer versus the company who's just out to make a quick buck but then again car dealerships have been around forever and businesses like that have been around forever and they're always going to be successful and I think it's going to get disrupted. We're going to have poor people. We're always going to have people who are in survival survival Vulnerable. mode mentality who don't really um, pay attention to their emotions. They don't pay attention to like what um, their gut is telling them about a lot of these situations. Whereas a lot of people, when they pay attention to that, their intuition, that will tell them whether or not this situation or this salesperson is authentic or, you know. All right, so let's move right along. The next question there is, you are a new addition to a crayon box. Like this is a- Crayola? <laughs> crayon box? What color would you be and why? That's silly. I would be purple. Purple? Why? Because, <clears throat> well, first of all, purple is my favorite color, but um, isn't purple supposed to be the color of like, um, like consciousness, like higher consciousness, and like your like your head chakra, and oh, I don't know something like about that. that stuff. I think I just I thought purple was the color of royalty. That's also the reason why. I thought that's where you were going with it. <laughs> well, I would say, oh, I'm awakened. You're <laughs> that's awakened. Why. You have a third eye. Yes. 
Well, I'll be the bright red one. I can see that. Because I, I believe in empathy and the color of empathy is red. Oh, I thought it was like, because you're like fiery. <laughs> no. <laughs> fiery. And ambitious. That sounds, uh, <laughs> fiery. My mind went somewhere with that. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Oh, what? <laughs> fiery. We finish the interview and you step outside the office and find a lottery ticket that ends up winning $10 million. What would you do? Well. Take it. Go for it. What would you do with $10 million? I guess the good Lord wants us to be rich. And you will do what with it? <laughs> um, well, yeah, $10 million like will make you rich. Yeah, for sure. But. I mean, after you get the money, they're going to take out all the taxes and everything, right? Oh, Lord, you're focusing on so the wrong So, how much it. am I really going to have? Okay, let's say you end up with $5 million after Uncle Sam. What are you going to do with $5 million? Um, shoot. I honestly, at that point, I think I'd be super overwhelmed. I'd probably just like run to the store really quick and like <laughs> buy some new outfits. But then I would just go home and sit there and like... Be like, let me meditate on this. Like, let me just try to figure, like, process what just happened. And then I'll have to figure out how to get my finances in order and what I'm going to invest in. Hmm. So you're going to buy a couple of dresses and then you come home and then sit down and think <laughs> I'm going to buy a couple outfits. I'm going to buy, a, I'm going to go straight to Ross and buy myself, like, five outfits. Wow. You can do that now. You don't need $10 million. I know. I only that. need $100. <laughs> Ross is not that expensive at all. But I'll be excited. I'll be like, woo! I'm definitely not buying. See, like even as a rich person, I'm not going to buy things for for retail price. I go. I will go straight to Ross. Or if I if I want to splurge a little bit, maybe splurge. I'll go to Marshalls. Splurge. <laughs> Oh, Marshalls is a step up. I didn't. Marshalls know that. is definitely a step up. Yeah, uh, like they're like. I thought they all. Items there the might be like five dollars more than Ross. Mm. So that's like high end discount. I don't believe in paying overpriced uh, uh, too much for clothing. I don't believe in paying retail prices. It's just clothes. I make the I, clothes. The clothes don't make me. The clothes don't make you. <laughs> I mean, I definitely. I could rock a ten dollar T-shirt and make it look like it's a hundred dollars. I believe that. And you too. Stop. All right. So, what I would do with ten million dollars is, I'll well, okay. After Uncle Sam, we established mm-hmm. that. So, five million dollars. I'll split that in half. Two point five million dollars. I immediately start looking, um, invested in a business or a high yield. Uh, investment tool typically these days high yield and, and when I'm talking about high yield I want cash flow I don't want something that I have to wait 10 years 5 yeah, to 10 years exactly. to get the money That's the thing. Like, I want I'm gonna buy a couple a few uh, investment you know investment real estate maybe like you know some low income four units maybe I want to say like uh, you know three single family residents a couple uh, multi-units, then whatever is left, I'm going to use it to put more money into some uh, affiliate marketing uh, venture online. Then I'm going to put more money into my 
nursing heroes deal that I'm going to put more money into um, like buy my Tesla right now. Are you just it all up to all the different projects that like, you're yeah. going to put it into? It just, it's almost like, hmm. What? Yeah. It's almost like what? It's almost like it really narrows down the amount of money you have. Well, you immediately find out that $5 million is not it's that much. Not, like when you broke it down like that, I'm just like, you're not rich. Yeah, $5 million. All, it's nothing. Listen. Like you buy one apartment complex to rent out to people. And then after that, you invest the rest of it into all the projects we have going on just so that can, maybe they can be more successful and you can get more Nursing Hero videos and um, whatever else. Like the, the goal gone. is to have a plan because that money will go down fast. It will go down so, so fast. fast if you don't put it into something because yeah. that's just the way money works. You get it fast, you lose it fast. So you need to, I would be so strategic about it because uh, all I'm going to be thinking about is. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to just like do it, just anything with it. Yeah. I want to set up situations where I'm getting more money regularly. Then I don't have to work anymore because I'm have all this passive income set up. Apartment complex, you 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 need way more than two and a half million dollars to buy an apartment. Yeah, (laughs) I'm talking about just like a few single family residents rent rent them out. Where would it be in Los Angeles? No, I can't afford LA. LA. One one single family is two and a half million in LA, in a bad area. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm talking about single family. I'm talking about like you know. Local, like here. you know, go up to the here. desert, Hammett, go, you know, yeah, okay, buy uh, you know, properties under a hundred thousand. Maybe I might even spread my wings and go across the country. And in the, I was reading an article, well, I think like, no, it wasn't an article, it was a YouTube video where they were saying that Gary, Indiana is the spot now, that there's really? a lot of properties there, yeah, under, under 20 grand. You know, like th- these are super affordable. So, is it like a high populated area, or is it just like, like that's where you find cheap properties? That's where you find. cheap I mean, properties. is that where people are like trying to live? Because you need tenants. There are tenants you, everywhere. You need, you need like a good. You need you. Yeah. No, no, no. The thing is, living in Southern California, you forget that most of the country doesn't spend the kind of money we spend on housing. Mm. Most of the country spends, on average, five hundred dollars a month. Stop! Five hundred dollars a I'm month, serious. like for rent. Could, we can what look it up right now. What type of properties are people like? What type of properties would people pay be paying for? For the sake of this um, podcast, we have to move on. It's eighteen minutes in already. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. What's the next? We'll, we'll talk about that. I'll show you. It's it's really crazy. So if you if like you use large, is it just like one bedroom apartments or studio, or is it like like single family? Is it single family, like, multi units, whatever? I'm just saying that the cost of living is significantly uh, way less than true. than what we're doing here. All right, what do you think about when you're alone in your car? Hmm. So many things. Oh my gosh. Just name one. Mm. <clears throat> the plan for the day. Um, then there's 
Um, okay. Anything that, <laughs> uh, like I have, you know. All it my, says, "What do you like, think about?" It didn't say "think now." I'm usually, just kind of like, <laughs> you know, I like everything going on in my life. It's just like the thoughts will just come into my mind, and then I'll stress a little bit, and then I'll be like, "Okay, so what do I got to do when I get home?" Do 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 do. Okay, great. Let's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm usually thinking about two things: how long it'll take before I can buy my new car. Wow. And the second thing is, I'm thinking about the podcast or whatever book I'm listening to at the at that particular oh, time. Oh, okay. Sometimes, like when I'm okay, I usually in the car. I'm usually always listening to music. It's like whatever I feel like. If I want to listen to a podcast or an audible book, or I might listen to music. But it's like I'm usually not fully listening, like listening to the music or the podcast or the video or whatever it is I'm listening to. All right. I'm like half in it, half of my mind is somewhere else. <laughs> You're paying attention. <laughs> I'm to not the, really paying to the attention road. to what's going on there. <laughs> You're paying attention to the road, Bill. I'm paying attention to the. I mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, All right. Okay. Like, okay. Next question. Next question. What's your favorite '90s jam? All right. We gotta pick up pace on this one. Shoot. Just pick favorite one. '90s jam. Oh my god, there's so many. Okay. <laughs> Just pick god. one. All right. I'm going with Michael Jackson. Heal the world. You? Of course you would. Um. The girl is so dangerous. Michael, you went with Michael Jackson too. Okay. All right. Moving on. If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would that be, and why? Um, Pick one. Elephant. Why? Because they're so beautiful and huge. I'll, I'll, and lovely. I'll be a dog, and it doesn't matter the species because. Right there next to human beings, I get the oh. food, I get warmth, <laughs> I get shelter, free of charge. I mean, dogs. dogs oh man, do especially survive, especially in America. You want to be a dog in America. You don't want to be a dog anywhere else. Actually, absolutely right. I think dog I need to specify that dog in the Western. You do not Western want to be universe. a dog in Pakistan. <laughs> I might end up on someone's plate. So. Yeah, you're right. Someone's plate, or like people are just like they treat dogs like crap. They'll like kick dogs for no reason, and <laughs> they're just like and you're just like walking by. You see dead dogs in the street. Yeah, I want to be a dog you in the U.S. Dog dogs are more important. Dogs have more rights than, than certain dogs human beings. Dogs have so many rights, and you get to do nothing. It's a billion dollar industry just for dogs. All right, that's me. What was the last gift you gave someone? I gave a mug. No, get, actually, the last gift I gave to someone was at the birthday party this weekend, and it was just twenty dollars. My last <laughs> gift was that uh, Valentine's Day gift I gave you, right? The uh, yeah, it was. Gla- what do you call those things? The, the it's like a glass thing, and like there's kind of like engraving. Like, there's like writing, but it's inside the glass. Okay. But these are like special words that Very are supposed to be engraved. Read the words because I took a picture of it. Did you? Yeah, read those words. Let me find the picture. They mean a lot. <clears throat> Maybe we can close on that. Okay. Oh, we still have a few more minutes. We still have about five minutes. I got it. 
Go ahead. Here we go. Ashley, by simply being yourself, you've shown me the best way to be. By having faith in my dreams, you've made me proud to be me. For you've given me a gift I will cherish my whole life through. One that money can't buy and time can't erase. The gift I cherish is you. The gift I cherish is With you. With all my heart, Nandi. That's beautiful. Huh? That's be- That's very beautiful. I love that. I have some romantic moments. There's a heart <laughs> in there somewhere. There's a heart. Yeah. Ah, did you find it and you like put it on? For a long time, it was an icebox. Oh, dang. So did we finally get through? You, sh- you showed up and it melted. Broke it. Melted, finally. Yeah. It's able to come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you write that? Did I write like that? Like you wrote that from scratch. Which part of it? The, the engraving <laughs> like the... or what I just said? No, 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 no. Like, like you had it, like you wrote it mm-hmm. and then you gave it to them. Like that? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's all you created that? Yeah. Dang, you're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Last question. This one has to be good. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? And we'll wrap up on that. Um, you go first, cause like the funniest thing that's happened to me recently was oh, ha- th- funny things happen to me all the time. Sometimes I pay attention. Sometimes I just like brush it off and act like, yeah, this is my world. Or sometimes I just like... Are you referring to what happened yesterday in the car? (laughs) (laughs) Which part? You were trying to like, you were signaling, you were trying to change lanes and then they like wouldn't let you. Is that that, that one thing? That's more of a a usual occurrence. When people get road rage to a point where they will not let you get over. But it makes no sense. Like why? I, I was indicating for like a solid two, three minutes trying to get over and they will not let me over right and so I'm like okay I'm about to miss my exit messing around with these people so I cut them off and then she starts she starts honking at me like honking like really really pissed off honking and and cuts cuts across and while she's driving by she's honking yeah it was like that kind of honk not like eh, eh, eh. it's like and she's eh, held it on and just like she held her hand on that hunker for I don't know like that's this is that's just people minutes. being entitled on the road like she owns the freeway but that's not really funny funny to me is more like I thought that was funny holding on to my uh credit card one second and then it's like disappeared and I can't find it anywhere <laughs> did you find it I still haven't found that damn credit how card. did it like go missing that it's was, probably in a crack of this that was really card. weird I hate that like seat. crack of like the console in the seat yeah, I think that's where, where everything gets, goes missing that's not funny either like oh, <laughs> what a terrible life so I, I, <laughs> You're nothing like, funny all is happening things are actually funny but then, then like you you realize that they're actually. Uh, I, I gave it. I gave it two stabs and I missed. So it's your turn. What's funny happening oh, with you? Gosh, no. I think life is funny, and those were actually funny moments. Just laugh about it. Just laugh about it. It's fine. 
Like, it's all about how you receive it.、Huh? Yeah, it's all about how you receive it. Don't look back and go, oh, that's actually not really funny. Why is my life so miserable? <laughs> all these bad things happen to me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's funny, and you'll find it. Don't worry about that.、Um, that was great. Did you enjoy this? I did enjoy this. All right, we'll keep going and we'll keep bringing you guys our thoughts. Once again, this was. Uh, an amazing time with Ashley and Namdi on Sunday Reflections. Self Reflection Sunday. Self Reflection Sunday. Self Reflection Sunday in the morning. Self Reflection Sunday. Thank you all for <laughs> listening. We'll be back again next weekend. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I hope that all your heart desires are met. I hope that when you struggle, you get rewarded bountifully. I mean, I, I hope that you meet happiness and favor when, with everybody that you come across. I hope that nobody I mean, rips you off. I hope that nobody, nobody cuts you off on, in traffic. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like amen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you all well. And that, from the bottom of my heart, I really do. And I want you guys to be happy. I want, to, I want more positivity out in the world. We could all use positivity. Yes. Empathy is so important and so rare. And we all need to make it cool again. Let's make empathy cool. Thank you all for listening. And have a wonderful day. Peace. Bye.